Welcome to Becoming Your Best with Jenny Lytle RN, where we focus on all things stress relief and self-care. It's time to ditch the one-size-fits-all approaches and stop comparing ourselves to others. We all have unique gifts, talents, wants, and desires. This podcast is a joyful reminder to never stop becoming the best version of you. Welcome back to another episode of the Becoming Your Best with Jenny Lytle RN podcast. And today we are joined with special guest, Carrie Converse-Jones, and she has got a book that just came out and you are going to want to check this out. So Carrie is a multi-passionate entrepreneur and founder of Turning Leaf Enterprises, LLC, which is an umbrella for her various professional interests. And her book, Girlfriend Stories, is an individualized approach to create more time and solve everyday challenges. It follows four friends as they navigate challenges in their daily lives to reduce overwhelm, add structure, and regain peace of mind. When not developing new ideas and businesses, Carrie enjoys traveling with her family around the world, reading on the beach, and finding any opportunity for either organizing or spa time. Carrie lives in with her husband, teenage daughter, and son. Carrie, thanks so much for being here with us today. Thanks, Jenny. I'm happy to be here. So tell us a little about your book. This has just launched this month. And so what is your book about and what was the inspiration for it? Sure. So I think for all moms, working women, professionals, we're all looking for more time in our lives. It always seems like there's just a never ending to-do list. I'm someone who likes to stay very organized, really process through my to-do list. But when I was talking to other girlfriends and we're always exchanging tips, oh, hey, I did this. I got the feeling that we're not all the same. Obviously we approach things differently. So I would talk about something I did to just create more time in a certain area. And somebody's, oh, I don't, that's, I'm not relating to that. That's not speaking to me. So as I put together a mom blog that I used to write with some of these tips and recommendations, I started thinking about those differences and how could women really tackle some of these challenges in a way that's comfortable to them in a way that makes sense. So I started looking at identifying different personalities. I had a lot of girlfriends take some personality assessments so I could think about who they were and how they are. And then I took those challenges and those tips and rework them into stories, which we can all relate to. But through these four women, you're going to relate to one of these women and how they tackle that challenge. So it really came from sharing with other girlfriends and recognizing that we're all different. That's that's such a great point. And in my work, I work on helping women determine how to fit self-care best into their lives and how to <laughs> decrease their stress. And because like you mentioned, spa days, I love spa days, going for a <laughs> massage tomorrow. But, but the thing is, that's not everybody's cup of tea. And that may not be something that somebody else finds enjoyable. Just trying to navigate that and figure out what is it that works best for me and losing that comparison. Because like you said, sometimes things don't resonate with one person and then that can leave us feeling like, oh, that's what works for me, but sorry, that doesn't work for you. Or it makes them maybe feel like what's wrong with me that everybody seems to like this thing. Just recognizing exactly. that these differences are are just that they're differences. They're not flaws. It's just it's different people. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. And by looking at the personalities and by having my girlfriends take some of these assessments, I could really 
think about them as I was writing and then reflect their personality styles into those solutions. And I do, I think that sometimes when we were just chit-chatting and talking about solutions, it could make somebody else feel down on themselves. Oh, I could never get that all done. Or I would never tackle it that way. That just seems too much. So then they have a feeling of inadequacy or just always spinning and, and never really completing anything. So again, just thinking it through a little bit more to say, okay, I may tackle it this way, but you may tackle it this way, all of which is taking a step forward and tackling this challenge. That's the best part. And so really recognizing that and making sure everybody feels like, Hey, I took a step forward and that's really great. Absolutely. And recognizing that we have different priorities too. So, mm -hmm. and sometimes even if things are priority in our lives, so like maybe a super clean house is something that yes, you want your house to be really clean, but maybe you have other things going on in your life. And I've worked a lot with is in hospice and things like that. That's not the priority. They're right. busy taking care of a loved one and having a spick and span floor, just that's not on the <laughs> list right then. And so mm -hmm. just having some grace with ourselves and understanding that what's really what you're really good at and what comes naturally to you is going to be different than my things. And there's a lot of that can be learned. It doesn't always have to be, you know, you're doing it this way. So I'm doing it this way. And just really taking our, our individual gifts and talents into account. Absolutely. Right. I think the priorities, as you mentioned, is key as well. The book has all kinds of topics in there and it's designed it. You don't have to read it straight through. Those chapters really are honing in on something that's important to you right now. So in one case, it may just be trying to get a handle on meal planning because you're just so sick of going to the grocery store every single day. But something else might be trying to deal with your kids' devices and how do you control where they're navigating on their devices. So it's really going through each chapter. The very beginning always states the challenge, that thing that's bothering that person. Person, and then you go from there and say, oh, that's not really relevant to me right now. I'm skipping this chapter or, oh my gosh, I'm really interested in how to figure this one out. And you dive in. Mm -hmm. And then by, like I said, relating to that person, you can follow that woman's story and just jump to how she tackled that challenge. Or you can read through all of them. If you think you can pick up bits and pieces, or you feel like you can overlap with two personalities, you can read it just to be curious and just see what they mm -hmm. all do. So yeah, definitely. I think the prioritization is key too. You pick up a self-help book. That's here's the 500 steps to get from here to here. And you're already overwhelmed. Take what you need when you need it. Absolutely. And I think what you said is important that you have these four different, four different perspectives and all of that. And I do think that we can really learn a lot from, even if it's something that we read it and go, really? It's just, it's thinking about just getting inside somebody else's head a little bit and seeing why they do the things they do. And you know, my husband and I are opposites in just about every way. <laughs> and it used to drive me crazy because I'd ask him, I'd be like, so what are you thinking about when he's just sitting there? He's nothing. I'm like, no, really? What are you thinking about? And he's like, nothing. Yeah. And I thought, <laughs> I thought, what? And so I took him through, I was like, do you want to know what, like what my thought process has been for the last two minutes? Mm -hmm. I went through and he was like, oh my gosh. Aren't you tired? I, I said, that's why I need more sleep than you do. Exactly. Exactly. And I think with women, we're always doing that. We're always thinking, or there's something in the back of our head, or there's yes. the thing we want to get to. And it's just, it's nagging, but even to be able to read through some suggestions and say, okay, I've got some time coming up on spring break. I'm going to make the kids help me with this. Mm -hmm. Just gives you that goal to get to. And I do stress a lot in this book, having your kids step up and do some things and help out and have a bit of a voice in some of the decisions that you're making, because they can't just skate through the whole time that they're living at home as they get older. And as they grow, really, what can they take on? What can they do so that mom's mm -hmm. not doing everything? Right. And so that they're able to 
launch successfully. And I've got two, as I say that, I've got two grown children living here with me, but they do help out with things. And it's just something that works out best for us right now. But yeah, really making sure that they have being able to take care of themselves on a pretty basic level. And then from there. So what, um, so I, I think that there's some very unique things about your book. You have all these different resources and things like that. Why don't you talk a little bit more about what your inspiration was for that instead of it just being sure. a, a regular sit down and read it book. So as I was writing and I'm thinking through things and sometimes I worry, what is she really talking about here? Whether it's something really tactical, straightening out your closet and there's something I was recommending to use, it would be something I recommended if I was talking to a girlfriend, but I wanted to make sure that people really understood what that meant. So on my website, I do have a list of resources by chapter. Again, all things that I would recommend if I was standing here talking to you today, but you can get on there and it could be something you want to purchase. It could just be something, oh, okay, that's what she's talking about. Now I get it. Just to help you understand the context of what I was sharing in one of those solutions. But I think that visual is important. I think having a great place to go to just pick up a couple of things. Some of those links go to Amazon. You can quickly (laughs) throw some things in your basket and get started on that task. So just trying to, again, make it easy. So you're not searching around trying to figure out what the heck I was talking about. It's all right there for you. Yeah, I just, I love that. When I looked through there, I thought that's such a, that's just a unique way to to do it instead of, I love books. I'm all about just regularly reading things, but I think just having those elements where people are able to be more interactive and you're able to share, connect on different levels, that I think that's just something that really makes it special. And I I love that you've done that. And so now okay. I'm in the, the very beginning stages of a book that I'm looking mm-hmm. to get really going on in the next couple of months and just thinking of some ways to incorporate some things like that too. And I know one of the things that you, and I believe you and your daughter put together was this Etsy Mm -hmm. shop. Correct. When I was building these personalities, these four women, I just spent some time really thinking about them. Who are they? And to picture them in my head, my daughter recommended I go and build a Pinterest board for each of them. So I'm picking hairstyles, clothes, jewelry, what their kids' rooms look like. And it was hugely helpful. And then as we were talking, she and I have a jewelry business. We create bead jewelry, bracelets, necklaces, and earrings. And we started talking about what would these women wear out of what we make? What would be their favorites? And just again, my picture of each of these women fed into maybe their favorites, the things that they would drift to. So you can go to the website and click onto our Etsy shop and it'll tell you each of these women's favorite jewelry pieces. And you don't have to be aligned with the character that you align with. That doesn't mean that's the jewelry style you're looking for. But again, it was just another way to share who these women are and make them a little bit more real for you as you're reading through and getting to know them and feel like it is somebody you can really talk to. Yeah. When I first went and looked at that, and actually I ended up ordering this bracelet that is absolutely beautiful. It's very well made. I know we can't see it here, but, but I'm going to, I'm going to include a picture too in the show notes if I'm able to. Actually, now that I said that, I don't know that I can do that. <laughs> we'll see. If not, I'll include right. it on the social media post when I share it. <laughs> but it is, it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful beaded piece. And I just, I love the colors in it. And I think it's such a fun thing that you did adding those extra tidbits in and helping us relate a little more. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think that I talked to you before about Sweet Valley High when I was right. <laughs> uh, when I was growing up and what a huge influence that that had on me. And mm-hmm. I read all of the books and all of that. And I really knew those characters. And I think there's something so powerful about that. And when we share stories, it's just, it hits us in a different way. And Absolutely. I think being able to do that and learn about important things, but in a way mm-hmm. that's, that's fun and interactive and very relatable. 
Exactly. That's what I was just thinking is relatable. Mm -hmm. I wanted these women to be someone they've got spouses and children of different ages and extended family and all kinds of things happening that we can relate to. And so you can picture yourself in that position or a girlfriend that you're in that position. And really a lot of the challenges in the book go from very tactical organization and things like that into some a little bit more significant challenges with your family, with your kids, with your family traditions and things that maybe you never thought about before, but this is sort of a sticking point for you. And again, all trying to create opportunities for your children to learn, for your family to maybe do something a little bit differently, something more enjoyable at the holidays, just things like that. Again, things that, that I've done and really wanted to share, but put it in the context of women in these different challenges. So what made you decide to write a book? I've always wanted to write a book. I have, I was in publishing for 17 years and working on sort of the production side of book publishing. I have a huge personal library that I absolutely treasure. My son just thinks it's crazy how many books I have. And so it was something I always wanted to do blogging at first was really the jumpstart for me is taking these challenges and how I tackled them personally is really what started it. And I called it a mom blog. So I did that for a while. Then I reached out to a publishing girlfriend and said, Hey, what would it look like if I pulled these together in a book? And of course I'm thinking I can just pull all these together, slap a cover on it. We're good. But I worked with my editor for quite a while on just really the context of this, the idea of stories, blending the how-to with a little bit of fiction to make it more engaging, more interesting. And then even just developing a style after a while, you'll hear these women talk in the first person. So they really are talking to you directly to just help that relationship and understanding. It was quite a journey, stalled out a little bit during 2020 with COVID. I just couldn't even get the energy going to I'm like, no one cares, <laughs> right? Um, but got to go on again. And I'm really excited that it's coming out. Yeah. So is there another book in the future? Is it too <laughs> soon to ask about that? <laughs> so yeah, I know it's a lot of work. I didn't realize the whole end part of this from getting it produced to getting it out the door. There's a lot, but I do absolutely hope to publish more, possibly fiction. Don't know. But I also hope to use this book and some of the things that it teaches as a platform to maybe hold some workshops or some webinars so that women can say, hey, if I take this little bit of time and work alongside of other women and get this one thing accomplished, I would feel so great. Mm -hmm. I think there's a couple of chapters that really lend themselves to that, like I said, whether in person or in webinar. And so I hope to really start to pull those together so that women feel that I can get this done and I feel really good about it. Yeah. And I think there's so much power in that, just that collective energy and that, mm -hmm. that synergy when you're working together to accomplish something, even if it's not the same goal. I have some groups where we get together and just okay, from two to three, what is it you're going to work on? We each kind of popcorn around. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And then mm. we just hang out on zoom and yep. leave our cameras on so that we don't wander off because it is, it's just, it's so mm. easy to, especially when you're working from home to, to just go on to the next thing and then forget to come back for a while or get sidetracked. But it's just that mm -hmm. having that dedicated time to, to focus on some of those things that maybe you wouldn't do on your own. And just That's that accountability, I think. Absolutely. Right, exactly. Yes. Yes. Your, your family, I assume they're excited about this too. Did they they are. Or they do. I know my husband skimmed, didn't really end to end covered cover, but I said, uh -huh. that's okay. You're not really my demographic. And so that's good. <laughs> so I've had some family members read it and, and just give me feedback. They were the first ones because it is a little scary to put that out there. And then my son who's a natural salesperson has been selling this for literally a year now to every teacher and faculty member of his school and every mom in the carpool. So I'm hoping <laughs> I have a little boost there with his, with his effort. That's exciting. And it's so great when we're able to be those role models for our kids and, and have them get excited about 
stuff like that too. So that's, uh, yeah, that's very cool. So what like big takeaway do you want your readers to get from this? I think at the end of every chapter, I list the question, what's one small step you can take today? And really any challenge that you're looking at and when you read that challenge and you're like, that resonates with me and you get through this and you can say, okay, here's the one small step I can take. Then that's what I want them to do. I want them to be able to say, hey, because of your book, I was able to get this one thing done that's bothered me for years or got my kids to get this one thing going or like that. Just you can get so overwhelmed every day. And if this book helps you get one step forward, then I'm really happy about that. That's wonderful. Yeah. And I think that's something that I've been focusing on lately in my group is the baby steps, these mm-hmm. little things, because sometimes I think when you look at the big picture, it can feel very daunting. Just those little things that you do, those are the, they add up. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Do you have a favorite? Do you have a favorite character? Is that asking me if you have a favorite child? So I know it's hard. So there's the <laughs> one that is definitely aligned to me. And when my sister read it, she's, oh, I know which one you are. And so, but definitely it was hard to pull back and make sure that some of the characters didn't reflect me. I am one personality style, but not the others. So that was a little bit challenging, but then also sprinkling, like I said, examples from my own life and just family and siblings and work and that kind of stuff across mm-hmm. all of them. Cause again, they're all relatable. So yeah. Yep. So do you, so are these characters kind of composites of real people that you know? Absolutely. I mean, so it's not when like I, Jessica is not Susie, but, but it's all together. Yeah. I usually had five or six women that had fallen into one personality category. I was thinking of all of them as I was writing through that character. Again, trying to keep myself out of it to a certain extent and really think about their personality traits. I'm a little more introverted. Some are more extroverted. They go out and ask more questions of others to get started on something. So really making sure that's reflected. And it was fun too, to think of these women as I wrote. I really enjoyed it. That's, a, that's wonderful. And I'm so happy for you to finally, to finally be here. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> can't even believe it. Have it all going. Yeah. Huge congratulations. And so how can people buy the book? How can they find out more about you? So there's the website, a girlfriendstoriesbook.com, which they can go to that has links to the Amazon webpage so that you can purchase the ebook or the hard copy that also has the resources page. It also has the links to the personality chest. So that's really key. As you start down the path in part one, it talks about this orientation of the personalities, but then go take one of these assessments. You may have already taken it before through work or something, but if you haven't take one of these real quick, cause it's going to help you align with that character, which is so key. So everything's really on the website. And then from there, it spins off into Amazon, social media, all the things. (laughs) Very cool. Yeah. That's, I feel like you've done a great job getting everything laid out and having it be very concise and user-friendly and Mm -hmm. relatable and yeah, I'm so excited to to hear how hear how it all goes from <laughs> this point as you as things settle down a little bit. And now you just get right. to enjoy all the work that you've done. So exactly. <laughs> that would be nice. <laughs> yeah. So I've got I've got two quick questions for you. Sure. So what is your favorite self-care practice? I would say massage. For sure. I love massage. Just, and do you get regular so- massages? I do. Absolutely. We've done that for years. And even when the kids were little for a while, we had a massage therapist that came to the house and she would do the kids, even though they were small, because they would get growing pain, Mm -hmm. a little bit of leg work or arm work and things like that. So they've grown up with it too, but that's definitely one of those ones that your brain relaxes, your body feels better. Yep. I love it. Yeah, I do too. That's definitely one of my, one of my goals is to end up with like weekly massages and I'm not there Mm -hmm. yet. It's been a couple of months, but I can always tell, I just, I carry a lot of tension in my neck and shoulders and it just, I just need to go in 
in and get a tune up. <laughs> exactly. It's oh, not, you know, it is. It's definitely that. Yes, it's a physical thing, but definitely just letting my mind have a bit of a break too. I don't have my Absolutely. phone. I'm not multitasking. Sometimes mm. we, sometimes we talk the entire time. Sometimes we catch up at the beginning and then I'm just out. And other times I'm right. just like, Hey, I'm not going to talk very much this time. Yep. <laughs> it's all, yep. it's all good. And then the, my last question, my tagline is never stop becoming the best version of you. Mm -hmm. So what does that mean to you? To me, it means exploring every opportunity you're interested in. It's hard to say what point in your life you're thriving on what. I think that evolves. And as long as you're open to the opportunity of something new, trying something new, I think life is great. I think that's the most important thing is to just keep learning, keep trying and, and do the things that you enjoy. That's wonderful. And agree. That's when I named my company Becoming Your Best with Jenny Lytle RN. Mm -hmm. I wanted it to be a focus on becoming because we're never going to arrive. I want to always be evolving and improving and, and with a big focus on you because it's instead of like we talked about already, that comparison game that we can play so much of the time and looking at others and feeling like we don't measure up in some way. And I really wanted to focus on those two things. And I love, I feel like what you're doing absolutely aligns with that. I'm so excited to have you here, Carrie. And thank you. You guys check out her book for sure. And the, and make sure even if you're even if you happen to not be a reader, I don't know why you're not, but if you're not, <laughs> then still go to her, go check out her website and go to the Etsy shop because there's some beautiful things there. No reading required. So exactly. uh, Carrie, thanks so much for being here. No, thank you, Jenny. I really enjoyed it. Stressed out, but not sure how to change it. Decrease your stress in a week or less, even if you don't have much time or energy. Grab my brand new free seven days to less stress guide at jennylytle.com slash guide and uncover the secret to less stress without a lot of effort. You'll get the simple three-step framework for quick and easy transformation. You'll also discover how to have the biggest impact the fastest, develop a customized plan to use even on your toughest days, and pull it all together in a simple weekly plan. That's at jennylytle.com slash guide. Until next time, take a deep breath or two and never stop becoming the best version of you. Disclaimer. Although I am a registered nurse, the medical and health information contained in this podcast is provided for general information and educational purposes only and is not a substitute for professional advice. Accordingly, before taking any actions based upon such information, I encourage you to consult with appropriate professionals. I do not provide any specific medical or health advice and the use of or reliance on any information contained in this podcast is solely at your own risk.